1: life probably looked like most other people of that age of like having a good career. It looked good on the outside, but on the inside it was all hollow. Um, I can't even describe how empty it felt, like there was just this part of me that was missing that I was filling with something else, Um, and that was alcohol. I wanted to feel filled. I wanted to feel the joy that came with life. That's what I was wanting, is really like a true sense of being filled with joy and peace. On the outside, alcohol looks like it does that, but the reality of it is totally different. I knew I would never be the dad I wanted to be, doing what I was doing. Like, there's no way that the way I was living my life in this lie was gonna produce any good fruit with my children. My first visit to River Valley Church, my wife and I were invited, and I walked in the doors and I knew there was something different the moment I walked in. All of a sudden, they introduced the Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge Choir. I knew that it was a faith based uh, treatment program. I remember thinking to myself, I wonder if I'll be there someday. Um, and I think at the time I knew what the answer was going to be, it was just a matter of when. When you're sitting at that point and you're facing an addiction, you're just scared of what the other side looks like. And I was really scared of what it looked like. What, what was life without that? What are other people going to think of me? Like, if I go to treatment, what what's the stigma attached with that? What, what are people going to say? It is like you make up every reason why not to do it. A few years had went by, and my wife decided she wanted to go on a uh, a global team to Ethiopia. And while she was gone, I hit my what I would call my rock bottom. I describe it as the first time I really felt godly sorrow for what I was doing. My wife was halfway around the world, and she was pregnant with our second child. And here I was, a complete disaster. And I knew that it was now or never. She came back and I just said, I want to go to the Minnesota Adult Team Challenge. That, that is it. It was a pretty simple conversation. <laughs> it was probably two weeks later. They do an, like, an intake and the nurse, she's like, normally I would be sending you off to a detox facility. I would not be able to admit you at this time just because we're concerned about you medically. But she looked re- at me and she says, I can see in your eyes that your heart's ready to be here, and I'm gonna let you in. The first week is what they call the blackout period, and you're not allowed any communication from the outside. And I remember the first time I was able to have visitors. I look down the hallway and I see my son running down the hallway with both his hands up in the air, just with the biggest smile on his face. Also, my wife turn the corner and here she she's just radiant coming down the hallway right after it instantly was right there that I'm never going back period like it was like that was the dead stop God whatever you have to do in me I am ready like you have to have that moment and that was that moment so after I left they always say it's not going to be the same yeah and it certainly wasn't ended up leaving my job, but also starting my own business as a sign maker. I've been blessed with more of like more freedom to do and to serve and spend more time with my family and do the things that God has put me here to do. I've never heard anybody say, I had too much time with my dad. And I never want to have them have that void in their life of not having me there. I was in the short-term program for 30 days. During my wrap-up, if you will, or what they call your graduation, the counselor always speaks last. He looked at me and he said, Lucas, I was praying this morning, and the only thing I have for you is God's got you. That's all he told me to say to you. I got you. And that's all I need, is the most simple and default phrase I can fall back on. I got this.
0: Let's give God praise for that testimony from Lucas. And I'm going to invite the choir to come on up. And while they're making their way up to the stage, Get ready. I love that Lucas, a part of our Shakopee campus, his life was changed by the power of Jesus Christ, assisted by one of our Kingdom Builders partners that we've been partners with for a long time, Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. And we're about to hear songs to be ministered to. We're about to hear live testimonies in the room. And I just want to remind every person here that God brought you here for a reason that you might be sitting in these seats. There might be people this weekend that are watching online and they are the pre-testimony, like Lucas, saying, I think this might be me. I think this is the moment. I think I, I, I need the boldness of the Holy Spirit to confess, to get it out there, to say, I need help. And the only way I can find the help is in Jesus Christ and going to Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. And so pay attention, lean in, listen. God brought you here for a reason. And at the end of this service, you're gonna have an opportunity to participate in praying and signing up to be a mentor, to participate in financial giving. This year, we are, again, partnering with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge in supporting them as one of our Kingdom Builders partners. You're going to hear more about that in just a moment. Man, we got a big choir. This is about to be awesome. We're so grateful that you're here. And uh, as you're listening of how the Lord might minister you to your spirit, would you also, while they're singing and sharing testimonies, would you be praying for each one of these men? Each one of them, God is doing a supernatural work. And at this time, I'm going to introduce the man who leads this and helps oversee this. And can you welcome to the platform, he's going to share a lot more about Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Can you welcome Rich Sherber? Come on, let's welcome them.
2: The
3: floor is yours. Thank you, guys. God bless you. We're going to have Kim come up, and Kim works with us, and she's going to talk real quick how uh, some volunteer opportunities for Teen Challenge.
4: Good evening, church. We are absolutely thrilled to be with you, and can I just say I love your worship. That was alive and intense and quite inviting. Uh, you are in for such a treat uh, this evening. And that is the very reason that I've been with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge for 22 years. It's these incredible clients. Uh, So as the recruiting manager for the organization, uh, let me tell you, it is an amazing and incredible and life-giving place to work, to volunteer, or to mentor. You don't have to take my word for it. Uh, The Star Tribune for the third year in a row has named Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge a regional top workplace. And this past year, 2021, uh, we were named a national top workplace. Um, It is a place... It is a place that is alive with mission. And the heartbeat of what we do is these clients that you're going to hear from shortly. So if you have ever thought about maybe possibly changing careers and um, thought about working for Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge or volunteering or mentoring, we need mentors. In fact, let me show you, how many of you, Hudson House, um, are still looking for, need and want a mentor? Please raise your hand. Raise it high. Okay. Definitive needs. So we're not looking for perfect people. You don't have to have um, a a previous story of addiction. We just want people who love to love other people. Uh, And so I will be in the main lobby after service. Again, if you ever thought about working, volunteering, mentoring, please come see me. I will stay after and love to talk to any one of you um, who's thought about getting involved. So I look forward to seeing you afterwards. Thank you.
3: Thank you so much. I just want to thank you uh, uh, so much for having Teen Challenge this weekend. And we love River Valley. We love um, uh, Pastor Rob. And you guys have been very uh, important partners of this ministry for many years. Uh, How many know that uh, this ministry is needed now more than ever? Uh, If you read the uh, front page of the Star Tribune yesterday, you noticed that um, uh, during covid We had another huge surge of addiction. Actually, in 2018, 2019, the U.S. government called this the worst drug epidemic in U.S. history. And then came COVID. And uh, last year, there was a uh, 30% increase nationwide of drug overdoses. That's a total of 93,000 people, U.S. citizens, that died of a drug overdose. This is a major epidemic epidemic. Uh, it's interesting to, um, that Newsweek magazine last August highlighted um, uh, every single issue of News, Newsweek and Time magazine was all about COVID, and they decided in August to talk about the second epidemic, and it's called. This is you can see it here, the other epidemic, and what they every every single um, article in the magazine talked about how bad drug addiction is during COVID, but what they did is um, they highlighted. Um, they basically hired a company that looks at successful medical models across the country in the most successful hospitals, the most successful doctors, the most successful clinics. And they decided to hire them to look at the most successful treatment programs across America. And they to- chose 20 states across, uh, across the U.S. that had the most addiction treatment programs, Minnesota being one of them. And uh, they looked at the top 10% most successful treatment programs, and it was no surprise that the Hazleton Betty Ford Center made the three of the top 10 programs. And the second runner-up of the three of the best programs of the top 10 in the state out of hundreds of licensed treatment programs was Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. We made it in here. <clears throat> This program works. You're going to hear it. And I'll tell you what, uh, the whole 12-step is built on the higher power. And how many know there is no higher power than Jesus? Amen? So we're going to talk about that this this evening. And uh, God bless you, River Valley, for being such an important partner, partner of this ministry. The first song we're going to sing is Chain Breaker. If you know it, join with us. Amen. <laughs>
5: More miles and miles. You've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies. If you're trying to fill the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life.
6: Everybody, um, my name's Logan. I'm 22. Uh, and I guess to give you my story, a little bit about. Um, well, since I've been here, um, God's restored my mental health. Um, he's brought joy back into my heart. Um, my spirit is alive and well, and he, the Holy Spirit is within me right now. And I'm just so thankful to God. Yep. Yeah. Praise to God. um yeah, I just, I've been really blessed since my time being here, but I'll just give you a little bit of my backstory. Um, I grew up in a, a really broken home. Um, there was a lot of addiction. Both of my parents are addicts. Um, my mom is a heroin addict, and my dad is a meth addict. Um, right now, my dad is in prison for uh, another crime. He's been in prison my entire life, off and on, so I don't really know him very well, but uh, I grew up in an abusive household. Um, physical and mental and emotional abuse, I was told every day that I was a mistake and that um I was worthless and I was garbage and um, I was beaten uh, very badly on a daily basis and uh, there was prostitution and drug dealing and um, all sorts of just unhealthiness and I grew up with that um hole inside of me you know I just uh, for a long time, I believed that I was worthless and uh that, you know, I wasn't good for anything or worthy of love. And um, I started drinking. Um, I, I drank my first beer at the age of, I think, about three. Um, and uh, I really took off uh, at the age of 16. I started drinking in high school, and I just fell in love with the way it made me feel, like that guy in the video said. Um, that feeling of joy, I have been searching after the joy and peace uh, because I was just plagued with um, depression and suicidal thoughts and uh, um, self harm my entire life, and I just wanted it to go away, so I started drinking and um, I really took off and i uh, I really flourished at it um, and it got to the point where uh, I hit rock bottom. Um, I lost everything uh, I had no no, one to, no no one to call or to um, to ask for help, I was very lonely and I was homeless, sleeping on park benches and uh, at bus stops. And I weighed uh, I weigh about two hundred pounds right now. At the time, I was weighing one thirty. I couldn't. I was, yeah. And <laughs> and uh, I just I had just given up on life. And um, the miraculous thing, you know, I had went to Sunday school as a kid. And uh, I just never believed it because I thought, who, what kind of God would put me through what I've been through? Um, but uh, I, I had had a really um, rock bottom day, and uh, I had pretty much given up. And um, I've tried killing myself three times in my life, and I'm still here today. But I, I walked into oncoming traffic, um, and uh, did not get hit by a car. I made it to the other side of the road, and. Um, my legs just stopped working, and I fell into the gutter. And um, I had a trash bag full of dirty clothes and nothing else to my name. And uh, at that moment, I just, the desperation and loneliness and darkness that I was in, I called out to God verbally. I said, God, just please help me. Get me out of this. And at that very moment, I felt a hand on my shoulder and I turned up, and with tears in my eyes, I looked at the I looked up, and there's this 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 nice older lady smiling at me, and the sun's behind her, and just for like she asked me if I was okay, and I told her, no, I'm not okay and she told me um how much i how much I was loved, and she told me how how much of a good person I was, and she could just tell that, and I didn't see it in myself and but she told me she uh she had been a prostitute and a crack addict, um, and she's been thirty years sober, and her husband was with her and um, they were driving by, and her husband had been an alcoholic um, and been sober for thirty years and they had been driving by and saw me walking in the road with with just a pair of pants on and no shoes and no shirt and they they She told her husband, "Pull over right now, we need to talk to that kid you know and that was the Holy Spirit talking to her and she 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 told me about the Teen Challenge, and she got me into Teen Challenge. And ever since then, I've just, everything's been different.
3: Both her and her husband were also graduates of Teen Challenge. It works, amen. We're going to sing the next song, No Longer Slaves. If you know it, join with us. We are no longer slaves. But Um,
7: Good evening, church. My name is Steve, as you can probably hear in the background. I normally have stage fright. I got to Teen Challenge with crippling stage fright, and I can honestly tell you God has taken that away from me tonight. I'm not scared. It blows me away. But... um. This is my 20th treatment. Um, I'm kind of sick of it. But this treatment changed my life. I got a brotherhood of guys back here that are there for me. Pastor Rich, Deneen, the people at, at this program have completely changed my life. When I got there, I was a hopeless drug addict. I've been using since I was 13 years old. Um, I was raised with an alcoholic father and, uh, a mom who was sick when I was a kid with heart problems, and, uh, she was told she had six months to live. That's 22 years ago. She's still alive today, by the grace of God. Uh, Um, I, I can honestly tell you that the gift that this program has given me is, is life, um because where I was headed was death, for sure. Um, I met my fiancé five years ago. It will be five years in November, and um, by the grace of God, she needs a kidney and a pancreas transplant, and that was not likely to happen um, in in November when she has a year sober. She will be put back on the active list and will be receiving a kidney and pancreas transplant in the next six (laughs) months. That's when I believe God was real, and I I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for this program and for God to come into my life. Thank you.
3: We're gonna have uh, Patrick come on down. Patrick, give me a one-minute testimony. You do that, brother. Hey, hey. Um,
8: I'm Patrick. Um, uh, my life was started out. It was. Great, my mom. It was me and my mom. I was uh, only child. My mom owned a restaurant. When I was about eight, she was diagnosed with brain cancer, and they gave her six months to live. And but she ended up committing suicide. And I came home from school and found her. And uh, but then they moved me to my aunt's, and and like in Maple Grove, and I, and I, and I, I was one of three black kids that went to my, my junior high, so I didn't really fit in, and I didn't, I didn't dress the way they dressed or do the things they did, and so I, I did drugs, because those are the people that accepted me, so that's, you know, so I, was, I started getting in trouble real bad out there, and I started shooting heroin, I went from weed to shooting heroin at 14, um, I did that for twenty two years of my life. And I was in and out of prison and I met my dad when I was twenty seven, but me and him really didn't he wasn't my dad and you know I mean, he was just somebody I could use for money. But I ended up going to prison and I, I kinda knew about teen challenge from being in and out of teen challenge and I mean in and out of jails and all that, but I I, ne- I never wanted to go because it's 13 months. Who wants to go to a 13-month treatment program, <laughs> you know? And, and I've been homeless for 15 years, and I convinced myself that I wanted to do that. And I just was... My distorted... My, my outlook on life was just so distorted, so I finally ended up going to... Teen- well, I didn't go on purpose. Uh, God said... God told me if if you get there, I got you. Just just you just gotta make it there. You know. So I've been here now for eight months and I'm doing great. It's the longest time I've been sober.
3: We're going to sing the next song, Who you, Who you Say I Am, and we're brand new creations, aren't we, Teen Challenge? Amen. Yeah. Who we say we are. Let's... Okay, Jordan. can go down i just want to thank you river valley uh this morning or this evening for your support just so you know uh we serve anywhere from 850 to 900 individuals on any given day Uh, we're one of minnesota's largest drug rehabilitation programs and uh, you've got a a little taste of it this is about five percent of the uh, population that we're serving on any given day and uh, we want you to know that um uh Of a year-long program, which the majority of our residents are in, um, the uh, majority of them—I think 95 or 96 percent of them—are not paying one penny out of pocket to be here. We bring them in because of your support. And. um, We usually ask how many of them, if they wouldn't come in the program, would be dead, and you'd find that probably the majority of the hands would go up. This program is saving their life. God bless you, River Valley. This is real, and uh, please uh, take advantage if you are looking for opportunity to serve. We need you. And so God bless you. We love you, folks. Thank you.